how to talk, how to fight, how to grow. This is Auntie B's advice on love and life with CJ and, of course, Auntie B. Well, Auntie B, I know that uh, you actually had to heed some of your own advice this weekend. I did. I was having just a pretty rough day, and I found that I was doing what I worked very hard not to do, which is being my own worst enemy. I kind of went back into that mode of, well, maybe things are not going so well because I deserve them, or I am, you know, I brought this on myself. And it took a little bit where I had to stop and breathe and think about the fact that, you know what? Things don't always go your way and, and things don't always go as planned, but it's how we react to it that I think matters the most. Mm-hmm. And so I spent all day yesterday doing self-care <laughs> and thinking about all the positives that I have in my life. I, I, I think sometimes, and at least I know f- for myself, it can be very easy when something negative happens to hyper-focus on it and then analyze it so much to the point that you're kind of stuck you know, it's almost like sticking your feet in cement and then wondering why you can't move because you're just focusing over and over on all the reasons why maybe something didn't go your way. And then you have to kind of trace back <laughs> and go, all right, maybe this isn't things didn't go as planned, but now what do I do about it? Uh, it's I think as women in ladies. So this one is definitely for all of you. We tend to be our own worst enemies. I remember I dealt with anorexia a long time ago, and I remember standing in the mirror, and even when I was down to 89 pounds, and looking at every inch of me, and still still seeing I was fat, mm-hmm. and still thinking that if I could just not eat a little bit less today, it's down to 500 calories a day, mm-hmm. but even that seemed like too much some days. It things felt out of control, and that was something that I felt I could control. And it took a long time to get to a point where I could go, all right, you know what? Kind of like this weekend, things aren't always going to be in my control. But how I react to it. Um, I always say that that negative self-talk is like the mean girl in high school that has the megaphone that is yelling in your ear. Mm-hmm. And you have to find a way to make her shut up. And so part of that is... I, I, for me personally, I journal, I write, I write out the things that I do appreciate about my life, that I appreciate about myself, what my strengths are. I find ways to focus on those very good aspects of my life so that I'm not so immersed in that sense of sadness or, or grief that I may be feeling in a moment. It's true. It seems like sometimes we, we get to a point where a bad thing has happened and we just spiral. We keep spiraling mm-hmm. and spiraling and spiraling. And the truth is we have to make the decision to reverse it and right. to think, okay, well, this this is going well and this is going well and we, we can change it. We can. And sometimes it's not easy. It's not. But it is it is possible. So, yeah, I was going to ask you what what was your self-care yesterday? And it sounds like journaling was part of it. Journaling was part of it. Uh, taking a break from social media, mm-hmm. just giving myself the opportunity just be with me and disconnecting from all of the sometimes that that additional negativity that you see out there, either in the social media or in the news can actually just enhance that sense of anxiety that you're feeling. So being able to just do something that is good for you. I read a book that I haven't read in a while, uh, took a bubble bath, did these things that are pleasurable for me so that I could reconnect with who I know I am and not stay connected to that that 
nervous energy that I was surrounding myself with, um, there's this, it took me a long time to get out of this where I would embrace it almost like a friend. And it, because that sense of, I don't know, misery is not the right word, but that sense of sadness mm-hmm. felt familiar mm-hmm. because I had gone through so much. And so it, I was almost scared to be happy. And so every time something did happen that wasn't great, I accepted it and went, okay, well, that's just one more validation that maybe this is where I'm supposed to be. And it took a very long time to work through that and understand that I do deserve moments and I do deserve to be happy. And even in the sadness, you still deserve to be able to have joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put a tattoo on my arm that I always share with everybody because there's, it's a, about from a Chinese fable and it says cracked, not broken. It's the best way that I can sum up who I see myself as and who, when people are having a bad day or when they are going through something that feels maybe out of their control, to remind themselves that you can be filled with a lot of cracks and still walk around as a very functional, beautiful, uh, productive individual in life. You break only when you choose not to get back up. Mm -hmm. And that is something that for me has always been very important to remind myself. And so part of my self-care yesterday was looking at my arm (laughs) and reminding myself of that. that, And I would encourage anybody, it is a old Chinese uh, fable. You can look it up online. It's beautiful. And then you'll understand where that came from. But just reminding yourselves that one bad day does not make a bad life. And that everybody has cracks. Everybody does. That sounds wrong. But true. (laughs) And you know what? It did sound very wrong, but that's okay because if you can't laugh, you're not living. And there there you go. I I meant it all philosophically, but then I turned into talking about behinds. (laughs) (laughs) You you know what? That's okay. 